There has been many times over the years that I have made mistakes at work. All different kinds and all different kinds of situations in all different kinds of settings. Sometimes these are situations where I have literally tried my best. I have given it everything that I have to give. I have made all the effort that I'm capable of making. And in some cases, maybe not so much. I think that there's really a spectrum there in terms of our overall level of effort. And when it comes right down to it, what happens when we actually make a mistake at work, the way that it affects us is what's really most important in my mind. When I think about how I have dealt with or not dealt with the fact that I have made a mistake. And I found over the years that mindfulness practice, the more that I have have done that, and the more that I have practiced mindful coping on a daily basis, probably the greatest benefit that I have had from this in terms of dealing with the fear of making mistakes is that it has helped me acknowledge the fact that some, in some cases I am afraid to make mistakes, but I don't have to be so caught up in it or believe what I'm telling myself that it prevents me from taking action. In other words, I used to think the idea was if I could just get to a place where I was not afraid of making mistakes. And I used to believe that if I would just try my best and do my best always, that I would never have to worry about making mistakes. And yet, as I tried my best, I found out that as a human being, I can't always give it everything I have 100% of the time because I'm human. And so my whole way of trying to cope with the fear of making mistakes was to try as hard as I could to not make mistakes. And what I found is that when I finally woke up to this and realized how I was how I was processing this and how I was handling this, that the more that I tried not to make mistakes, in some cases, the more likely I was going to be to make mistakes because I really didn't have my focus on doing my best or making my best efforts. More of my focus was on not making mistakes. And I apologize if some of this sounds a little bit circular, but it, it's a really, to me, is something that has really been an interesting topic because so much of my life, in terms of my work life, so much, uh, so many of the opportunities that I have missed out on, even though I've told myself otherwise, have really come from me being afraid to step up because I was afraid I may make a mistake or I may not be able to do the job as well as, the, as it was expected of me to do it. And which usually involves, I think in most cases, making mistakes of some sort. It could also have to do with not doing enough, uh, you know, the quality of the work not being where it needs to be. But, you know, making the fear of making mistakes for me has definitely been a main component of that. And it occurred to me a while back that what really is important about this, what really can heal, help heal us from these fears that we have of making mistakes, is to simply slow everything down 
and really start to look at my own internal reactions and what happens, how I am processing, what my self-talk is like, what stories am I telling myself when I make mistakes. And it's been very interesting for me to see that quite a bit of this, a good majority of this in terms of making, you know, making it worse than it has to be. Because I realize in some cases, you know, we do need to act even if we are afraid of making mistakes. And now that I think about it, if I got up every day and was paralyzed by the fear of making mistakes, I would never do anything at all. And I know as a child, I was told a lot of truisms and platitudes about how you just keep trying. You keep making efforts. And if you make a mistake, it's not the end of the world. You just keep trying. And I think at a certain level, that is very true. If we were afraid of not doing something right or making mistakes, we just simply, you know, why, you know what would be the point of getting up in the morning and, and, and making the efforts that we do? So the fact is we know that we are much better off when we make efforts and try our best and bring everything that we have to bear each day as we go to work. And I realize there's days when we don't feel so great and we do the best we can in every moment. We find. That's really the litmus test for me is am I doing my best in each moment? And it's not so much that I have to ask myself every single moment, am I doing my best? But it's something that I've got is I've become more aware. That's been one of the benefits of mindfulness practice is that I tend, and this is available to anybody, this isn't just me, that we can have the ability to be more aware of what we're really doing in any given moment. Are we doing what we're capable of doing? Are we trying? Are we not trying? And what I have found is, is that when we, when we become aware of the fact that we're not really trying as hard as we can, that the more that we push ourselves or try to get ourselves to do more than we're capable of really just leads to making more mistakes. And while, and I realize at the end of the day, it certainly makes sense to try to make as few mistakes as possible. But I think what I am saying here is that it is our entire mindset around the efforts that we make and how we try and how much we give to the efforts that we're making. In other words, how much of ourselves, how much of our energy, how much of our time, and uh, how much of our, of our own personal strengths do we give to making the efforts that we do. Because I have found that when I have been really locked or trapped in a constant fear of making mistakes, there's usually something else going on. And I think for me that has been what has helped me start to really unpack this and really take things apart and take a deeper look at why I have any fear at all of making mistakes. And clearly, like all human beings, you know, there is a, there are some fears around that. I mean, I don't think anybody loves the idea of, of looking foolish. Or And I do want to emphasize here, if we feel like we look foolish, it may just be because we think we look foolish. And that, you know, really brings to mind something else about this, is I know for me, a lot of my fear around making mistakes has a lot to do with 
how I think people think of me or how they perceive me. How do they see me? Do they think that I appear foolish? Do they think that I appear to be incompetent? That is really what that seems to revolve around is, you know, how do I think other people feel about me and how do I feel about myself? And I don't know if you can really take those two things apart because I think one really feeds the other. And I don't know, and and that's, you know, there again, I could be wrong, but I think that those two things are very, very interrelated. So when I start taking more of a holistic look at the fear of making mistakes in total or as a whole, I'm realizing that it has so much to do with, you know, who we think we are and how we feel about ourselves and whether we think that we're capable or not. And so what happens is those those are feelings I don't necessarily want to try to make them go away because I think we're just wired this way, I believe. And the more I've read about how scientific discoveries of how the brain works, we are finding out more and more that there are just certain parts of being human, certain behavioral patterns, there are certain structures in place, you know, like our ego, for instance, that were just wired this way. And so, I, you know, trying to dismantle all that and trying to stop a process that happens on its own is usually pretty difficult. And in some cases, I found that that has really taken me away from where my focus should be, and that is on letting myself be human in each and every moment and just being aware of what my mind is doing and how my mind is reacting and responding to what's going on around me and what I'm involved in. So if I can slow all this down, and, and, and part of that is the, you know understanding what I've just spoken about. Understanding, I found that I, by taking quite a bit of time to really look at you know where does this fear of making mistakes come from? And I think this really can benefit anyone And I know it seems really simplistic on one level because this is something that it'd be, it's very easy to, we can get ourselves to a place where we tell ourselves, hey, I'm only human, I made a mistake, now I'm moving on. And I would say that if someone is capable of doing that, I think that's fantastic. And I, and I, and I, I wish that I could be one of those people, but unfortunately I've tried and it just doesn't seem to work. I have had too many years of developing ways of being and long-term patterns of, of internal behavior and how I process what's going on in my life to just be able to do that and really mean it. And I've heard before there is the term, you know, you fake it until you make it. And that might work for some people, I don't know. But I know that if someone is, has found, if they have taken some time and really taken a deeper look at this and really been able to slow things down and start to look at the deeper issues that inform or cause us having such a fear of making mistakes. Or in, and really, I would almost say that what goes hand in hand with that is the fear of appearing foolish, the fear of appearing to be incapable. The fear of of not being that incredibly capable person that has it all together the way that we sometimes like to tell ourselves that we are. And I know it feels good to feel that way, and I'm certainly not trying to talk anyone out of feeling that way, 
what I'm really trying to do here is that to really convey that if we are at a point in our lives where we no longer want to worry about our fear of making mistakes, we no longer want to be troubled by the fear itself. We know a lot, we, you know, we, we've seen that in some ways we can start to take a look at ways in which it has prevented us from being willing to act. The ways that it has prevented us due to our fears of trying something new, meeting someone new, making new friends, making new acquaintances, going into a new relationship, taking new responsibilities at work. Take, you know, taking a new job, starting your own business. There's all these different you know, things that we sometimes find ourselves wanting to engage in and try and to try, but sometimes it's that fear of failure, of making mistakes. I don't really like to use the word failure. I acknowledge what it means and I get it, but I find that I tend to like to really look at this more as because when you start using the word failure, at least in my mind, it is such a loaded term. There's so much emotional baggage around that word. But there again, our, our, our really our deep existential fear of failing or making mistakes. And just because we make mistakes doesn't mean that we failed. And I think that's why I tend to not use the word fail or failure. Because I think life is really just a continuous process least what I have found the experience to be for me that it is just a continuous experience of trying sometimes making mistakes sometimes not being able to do what we had hoped to do some in some cases feeling like we want to give up and then we pick ourselves back up again and we try again and we keep showing up over and over again and I guess you might ask where does mindfulness fit in with all this you know, where does mindful coping fit in with all this? In this particular case, what I see is is that, you know, mindfulness itself, the practice of learning to be more aware of what our minds are doing, you know, how we're talking to ourselves, how we're interpreting what's going on around us, how we're interpreting what we're feeling at any given time. Once we become aware of the fact that we are actually talking to ourselves a certain way. And when I say talking, I'm not saying literally, but just the way that we're thinking in our, you know, in our own heads. And how we, and if we can start to see that that really does, if we're feeling certain emotions, if we're feeling fear about making mistakes, if we're feeling foolish, if we're not feeling good about ourselves, those are all different emotions that we're having. And the more that we tell ourselves why we feel like this is happening, the more that we're going to be locked into, you know, reacting to it in a way that is causing us to be paralyzed or, or locked up or not willing to try any further. And I, and I realize there again, that's a spectrum. You know, we may, we may be mildly troubled, but we can still make efforts. But if we continue our patterns of thought without being aware of them, and not everyone is necessarily the same in this regard. Everyone has a little bit of a different way of interpreting internally what's going on, you know, with them externally. But the, you know, the, the, the possibility exists that we can talk ourselves into a complete emotional shutdown if we're not careful, if we're not aware. And in some cases, our, the other thing that is very 
beneficial about mindfulness is in terms of the practice itself is that when we find ourselves making a mistake it may not be catastrophic it may not be life-changing but if we're not aware if we're not paying attention to how we're talking to ourselves at a deeper level about what has happened or what we're believing or the story that we're telling ourselves our internal response sometimes can be so out of line with what you know the severity of what is actually happening there can be something that most people might say well you know you made a mistake but it's not the end of the world but in some cases we have so much more at stake because of the fact that our minds have a tendency to sometimes process things at a at a greater priority level it's it's it seems like it is worse than what it really is because if we're not aware, we can tend to, depending on the time of day, there's so many physical and physiological factors that, that affect this, you know, that changes from moment to moment. And so we can find ourselves, at least internally, you know, being much more judgmental and much more harsh, you know, on ourselves or beating ourselves up emotionally so much more then it's really necessary. And of course, it's really, you know, I, I would love to say that it's never good to do these things. And when I say good, I'm not speaking of, you know, good and bad. I'm just speaking of the fact that it does, you know, this does not, it's not really healthy for us to do this, to be judgmental of ourselves, to be harsh and to be unkind to ourselves. It is the most certain way to ensure that we are not going to feel good about ourselves or about our lives. And I certainly don't want to be in a position to, to, to cause that for myself when I can control that, when I can actually choose not to do that. So really where mindfulness helps with this is that we, for, in order for us not to overreact, in order for us to not interpret what has happened in a way that's going to hurt our own self-esteem, in a way that's going to make us feel worse about ourselves, we have to really be aware that we are starting to go down that path. And I don't want to say that it's a guarantee that we will, you know, once we become aware, we will never start to go down this path of being unkind to ourselves, of beginning to tell ourselves a story about what is happening that may have very little to do with what is actually happening because there is that the absolute reality of what's happening and then there's our own version of what we think is happening. And that really could be an entirely different uh, you know, line of thought. So what I really want to focus on here is bringing all this together is that if we, are, if we become aware of the fact that we, and we acknowledge the fact that we have a fear of making mistakes and it can show itself in a lot of different ways. It can affect different people's lives in many different ways, and there's a spectrum there. It can be something that's mildly disconcerting to something that completely and absolutely prevents us from living a full and meaningful life. It can keep us in a place, or if we give into that fear, to where we're afraid to try anything. And I've been there. I know what that feels like. I really, really do. And as someone who struggled with chronic depression for over 20 years, I know what it feels like when I go out into the world, when I'm already hesitant to do so anyway. 
when I'm already unsure of myself enough as it is, when my self-esteem is, is not as good as I hope that it could, that it would be, or that I think it could be, and I go out into the world and, and, and really have good intentions and try to do something for someone and make mistakes. It's very easy for me to just want to go back inside my own head and live inside my own head and withdraw from the world and withdraw from other people and be afraid to get to, you know, to show up and do the work that needs to be done and do what I need to do. And I have lived in fear of making mistakes. I have woken up in the middle of the night being worried about work the next day because I know I'm going to be doing something new. I'm going to be doing something different or I'm going to be doing it somewhere else and I'm not sure what to expect and I the the first thing is that that comes to me that's that's easiest to conjure up is just this sense that I can't do this. I haven't really tried to do it yet, but I just can't do it. And that's really where you know to drive the point home that the awareness, you know, the mindfulness practice itself, you know, if you look at the pure most pure aspects of the practice it is to get to a point where, you know, once we start telling ourselves something, in this case, I'm telling myself, I just don't think I can do this. I just don't know if I can do this. The sooner that I can get a hold of myself and just be aware, and I don't have to try to stop doing it, I just have to realize, okay, there I go again. You know, I'm telling myself that I'm not going to be able to do this at work. I'm not going to be able to do whatever it is that's going to be expected of me then I can start to really start asking myself questions like, you know, why, why is it that I'm feeling this way? Do I really have any evidence that, you know, I really can't do this? How do I really know that I can't do this? How do I know that I'm not capable? And as you can see, you can start to ask these questions and start to really take a deeper look at, you know, where the fear is coming from. And there again, the idea is not to try to brute force trying to stop the fear, trying to, you know, we can try to tell ourselves that we're not fearful, but if we're fearful, we're fearful. And what I found is that by going deeper into the fear in a mindful way, we're actually putting ourselves in the best position to be able to cope. And that's really the last part of this is... You know, I have to be able to go to work. I have to be able to do the work that is expected of me. How am I going to cope? If I know that there really is some fear of making mistakes, how do I get through the day? How do I get in the door? I mean, if I am so fearful of looking foolish or looking incompetent or looking incapable, how am I going to cope with that? So, you know, I, I need to show up, fearful or not. And it sometimes is a process. We can sometimes become aware that we have this kind of fear and we may not be able to make it all go away right away. This may be a process and it may take time. So really when you look at the coping aspect of this, I need to be able to show up knowing and embracing the fact that I seem to have some fear of making mistakes. And it, doesn't not, it does not have to ruin my day. Because if that's all I can see, I'm not going to, I'm going to miss out on so many of the things that are happening around me. There might actually be some good experiences. There might be some very beneficial experiences, but I'm going to miss out on them. I'm not going to see, I'm not going to see them because I'm just spending all of my conscious effort trying not to make mistakes. 
I don't, and I doubt very seriously that I will be able to do my best work if I am so caught up in being afraid of making a mistake. So by learning how to cope more mindfully, all I have to do is every time I find myself being fearful of making mistakes, I just acknowledge it quietly. I don't have to necessarily tell anybody. Sometimes if I feel like there's someone I can confide in, it might help. There again, you know, we have to go on faith on that. It may help, it may not. And we have to really make sure that we're willing to take that chance of sharing that with someone when when it maybe doesn't go the way we had hoped. So I really try to bring this back to myself. In other words, how am I going to be able to be responsible for my own coping at work? And all I really have to do is just be aware of the fact that I'm fearful of making mistakes. All I really have to do is just do the best I can do. And what I refer to this is just sitting with it. In other words, I can be doing the work that I'm doing. It's okay to feel afraid of making a mistake. I can still make my best efforts to do the work. And I can do it in a way that I can bring the best, you know, the most that I have to bring to the table in that moment. The most that I have to bring to bear in that moment. And I can do it while I'm feeling that fear. And I may even find that the more that I'm aware that I have that fear without needing to tell myself anything about it, without needing to tell myself a story of of what's going on, of what might happen if I do make a mistake, I can really just be in each moment and do the best work that I can do while even acknowledging that I have a fear of making mistakes. And the more that I make mistakes the more I'm going to find out if I'm open to it, that it may not be the end of the world because sometimes that's what it takes to become more proficient at something. It takes practice. And just like being more mindful and just like you know, be, being able to cope more mindfully, you know, doing the best work we can do, sometimes, in most cases, I would think takes practice. So if we can just let ourselves continue to practice doing our best, while acknowledging that there is some fear of making mistakes, I think we're in a much better position to have a much better experience, a much more meaningful experience at work and in life. Because ultimately, we're going to do as good as we're going to do. We're, you know, Things are going to turn out the way they're going to turn out. And the best thing that we can do is try to flow with that and do it in a more mindful way because it's going to come out however it's going to come out. We seem. I think we are much better off when we're in a place where we're just flowing with it, trying our best, while still acknowledging that fear. And I think over time, what you generally find is that it will have less power over us to the point where it just won't really matter as much anymore. It might still be there, but it's much smaller than we imagined. And it really can affect our lives so much less if we just you know, mindfully put it in its place. And not try to uh, to tell ourselves that it's not that way. That you know we acknowledge that it's there, and it's as simple as that. It really, really is. It doesn't seem simple, but it really, really is. It takes practice. It takes effort. It takes will to to sit with these things and to make our best efforts and be in life and show up every day while still feeling these types of fears. But we, I think what we generally will find is the more we practice showing up, feeling this way, 
the better off we're going to be and those around us, those that we serve and those that we work with and those that are in our lives will be better off as well. It's simple, but it takes practice.